Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you're taking time to spend some relaxing, enjoyable, indulging, memorable time with friends and family this holiday season. This week's episode of the Red Light Report, we're going to revisit the most popular podcast episode of the first year of this podcast, 2021. And that is with my good friend, David Horonek. And he helped create what is now the Longev Revive and Longev Recover Creams for BioLite. Just a quick recap. I met David in 2019 at a longevity anti-aging conference in Las Vegas. And when we started talking, we just clicked with each other. And I quickly was beginning to realize this guy was a genius and was just amazing with how he worked with certain materials and fabrics and elements and ingredients in unique ways. And a lot of it had to do with light. So I asked David if he could create a cream specifically to enhance red light therapy treatments. And sure enough, without a doubt, he already had a laundry list of ingredients that he could utilize, high quality, organic, safe ingredients. And so that's how Longev came to be. And so in this episode, not only do we get to talk about each individual ingredient and why David chose them to enhance red light therapy sessions, and also ingredients that can be used in isolation or together as an anti-aging, standalone anti-aging longevity cream. So that's what we have on the market today. And so in this episode, David explains why we used those ingredients. And also, we get to go through other companies that he has started that are extremely unique and cutting edge, such as Biosun, how he terms it, that he created sunlight in a bottle. He has also uh, created what is called Cellient, what is an infrared fiber, and it's used by some of the biggest brands like Under Armour and Levi. And we go into the Myron Violet Glass, which is what contains the Longev Revive Cream and how that Myron Violet Glass is so special and unique, and it actually enhances the ingredients that are in that jar because of the type of glass and the color of the glass that it is. We go into other ingredients such as biolumin, which is a photodynamic amino acid, pulsar technology, fibronectin, astaxanthin, turmeric, kupuachu butter, copper peptides, carbon-60, and the history of C60 and Buckminster Fullerene and how it helps reduce oxidative stress. So this episode is just jam-packed with amazing anti-aging, longevity, mitochondria, red light therapy information, and how the Longev Revive Cream and the Recover Cream came to be and why we used each ingredient. So I hope you guys enjoy it. If you haven't listened to it before, you're going to enjoy it. It's a lot of great information. Even if you have listened to it before, I think it's great to revisit it and relearn this information because it's easy. You hear it once, you read it once, and it's easy to forget some of the details and nuances. So when you listen to it again, you're able to pick up more, learn more, and take more from the information that's given. So I hope you enjoy this episode with David Horonek. And once again, happy holidays to all. And I'll see you guys in 2022. Welcome to the Red Light Report. Your number one source for all things red light therapy. Where you will learn how to optimize your health, wellness, and longevity with the power of photobiomodulation. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Belkowski. All right, guys, welcome to the Red Light Report. And today, my guest is someone who I've wanted on ever since the inception of the podcast. He and I met about a year and a half ago at RadFest in Las Vegas. And RadFest is an anti-aging longevity conference. 
BioLite had a booth there. That was kind of BioLite's coming out party, our first appearance in public. And this gentleman swung by the booth because he was interested in red light, red near infrared light. We started talking. And right away, I could tell he was just brilliant by the way he spoke, the projects he was doing. So I had to have him develop a cream for my company, BioLite, that would help enhance the absorption of red and near infrared light. And so we've been working together the past year and a half and have become friends. I visited his house down in Camarillo. And so this gentleman goes by the name of David Horonek, and he is kind of a serial entrepreneur. I don't know how many patents he has, but he probably has more patents than I have books in my house. He's just a brilliant mind, a genius. And so I am just very honored to have him on the podcast today. So without further ado, David, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate it. Ever since we met, this whole red light thing is, uh, has been taking off. You know, I've been uh, delving into the red light projects uh, since the late 90s. Uh, it all kind of started with my grandmother had bad knees. And my goal was to kind of find things that would help her knees. And through that, I came across a technology from Asia where they were using minerals inside of specific types of fibers and then utilizing the emission from the human body to activate cellular structures using infrared technology. And through that came a, you know, one of my first brainchilds was a product called Cellient, C-E-L-L-I-A-N-T. And Cellient is probably the most known infrared fiber in the world. And it is now marketed through a company called Hologenics, which I am a equity partner in and a current chief innovation consultant there. And with that, we started looking into how does red light work? You know, what does it do? What are the mechanisms that make it work? And uh, I started researching Dr. Whelan out of NASA is when I first started doing my heavy research. And Dr. Whelan was uh, using red light in innovative ways because they knew people were going into space, they would uh, get atrophy, poor circulation, things of that nature. So Dr. Whelan started studying red light therapy. First things he did was on mice. You know, not that I'm into you know animal testing or anything like that, but you know back in the 90s, they were doing those kinds of things. Uh, they would take mice and they would subject their eyes, they would feed them wood grain alcohol and the mice would go blind. And they found that when they would emit red light at a specific wavelength at 660 nanometers onto the mice's eyes, that uh, their eyesight would come back. And so that was interesting to me. And, you know, I wanted to look at the deep mechanisms on why it happened. And, um, you know, it's all due to something called cytochromal stimulation. So our cells are very interesting in that uh, cytochrome is exactly what it says. Cytochrome is cyto means cell and chromes mean color. So cytochromes are organelle that uh, surround our mitochondria inside the cytoplasm that are able to uptake the specific frequencies. And there's many different cytochromes in the body. The red cytochrome is cytochrome AA3. And they found that by using 660, and by the way, the 660 wavelength was used because that's the LEDs that they could find, all right? So it wasn't like they set out to make an LED to do this. That's what they were using inside of all sorts of, you know, things that were emitting red light. So they use that as their first test mechanism. And through that, you know, the red light thing kind of sprung out. And I then set out on a journey to develop textiles that would harness 
the human body's emission, the human body, just for your own knowledge, peaks at about 9.4 microns in the red range. And, you know, that's out where we can't see it. But the body is proven to give off visible light as well. And uh, through that, I developed a product that at that time we called it Holo Fiber. I paid a psychic money to come up with a name of the future. And they came up with uh, the Holo movement. And I created something called Holo Fiber, which was later rebranded as Salient. And Salient is now used by some of the biggest brands in the world, Levi's, Under Armour, as products that will help enhance sports activity, increase recovery time. We're big in the betting world. It helps people sleep better. Uh, one of the reasons it helps you sleep is that it uh, is able to increase microcirculation. And when you bathe the cell with these uh, fine infrared wavelengths of light that peak, you know, we focus between eight and 10 microns within our fabrics. And these uh, penetrate uh, deep enough into the cell to kind of relax the capillaries. And when the capillaries get relaxed, they open up and more blood flows into the area. The interesting thing that we found as we, you know, we've done over 11 clinical studies that back up our claims. And we were the first textile that was kind of granted clearance by the FDA as a medical device. And that was a big deal for us. It took us a lot of money and a lot of time. And it being a small company like we were, you know, we exhausted every resource we had to do this. And, um, you know, over time, things have kind of grown. Our, our footprint has grown. We're now using sustainable products, you know, sustainable polymers and things like that to make it. And from there came the brainchild of, uh, from me of, you know, what was next after, after selling it. One of the interesting things that we find that red light does is that it helps increase the body's ability to utilize oxygen. And we proved this through something called a TCPO2 monitor, which is a transcutaneous pressure of oxygen in the capillary system. And the first study I did I signed a deal with one of the largest textile companies in the world that was called Wellman. And Wellman, I rented my own booth at the Super Show, spent all my cash. The guy next to me didn't show up. So I got my little five footer and I created a 10 footer out of it, you know, which was nice. And a guy goes limping by me and I, I, I had these wraps that I'd made out of these infrared fabrics. And I said, hey, what's wrong with your knee? And he goes, oh, what do you got there? What do you got there? So I gave him a knee wrap. I've given away thousands and thousands of products worldwide to diabetics, you know, people like that that we'll talk about a little bit more. But this guy had a bad knee. He was limping around. He got to put the wrap on. He left. He gave me his card. I saw that just so happened. Again, to me, there's no coincidences. You know, I kind of followed the book, The Celestine Prophecy, if you ever read that, where anytime I come in touch with somebody, there's got to be a reason. And uh, this guy happened to be the head of marketing of the largest textile company in the world. And hour later, he comes walking back by. He goes, he goes, what was that, that you just gave me? I go, well, it's an infrared fiber. He goes, well, it took the pain out of my knee. And a year later, we had a deal with the largest textile company in the world to help me market and manufacture my textiles. And from that came, you know, the brainchild of if I can manipulate the body's energy, what's next for me and how can I help humanity? Because my two main goals whenever I develop products are it's got to be good for people and good for the planet at the same time. And uh, so with, with that said, you know, it kind of uh, released this whole movement worldwide into infrared therapies and things of that nature. The Asians were first to do it. I will give them credit. You know, over in Japan, companies were really hot on it. I had gotten some of their products. I happened to run into a, a savant 
physicist by the name of John Schnurrer, S-C-H-N-U-R-E-R. You can look him up. Uh, graduated high school from the sixth grade, could read 900 words a minute. And me being a natural empath, I knew we were going to connect in that point. And um, I was introduced to him by a gentleman by the name of George Chicard. I have only one cavity in my mouth and I have a gold filling over it. And I ran into a dentist that was implanting gemstones into people's teeth. Okay. Anytime you would have a, uh, an amalgam, which had, you know, a toxic mercury compound in it, he would take that out and he would implant specific gems in specific shapes that would generate a field that would negate the trash that was deposited, you know, from the amalgams that were put in there. And uh, George Chicard, I said, listen, I need a guy that knows crystals because I, I, I want to develop these textiles that are able to generate energy for the body through the body's own emission and ambient energy. And George turned me on to John Schnur. John Schnur, I remember, being, again, being an empath, the minute I talked to him, I knew I was going to basically support him for the rest of his life, which I did. And uh, we together formed this incredible compound of elements because he was a uh, expert in the laser field. He was hired by the Air Force at the age of 17 because he could turn plastic into magnets. And John set me free and was basically my mentor in becoming a kind of, I would say, a self-taught physicist and uh, something to do with material science is what I'm skilled at. And John taught me how to access patents from the 1900, early 1900s. So there's really nothing new in the world. There's things that are just re kind of purposed. And uh, I'm kind of like the show Chopped in that I find disciplines from all over the world and I'm able to integrate them into my concepts going forward. And uh, you can look up John Schnur. He developed the mind actuated controls for the Air Force. He taught Union Carbide how to grow perfect rubies. And through that, he set me free on now this suite of products that we'll probably talk, reach on a little bit here as we get into, you know, at the end of the show of what we're describing is we're going to talk about how this cream that I developed for you is going to help people look at sun in a different way and be able to absorb and maintain great skin condition in a whole new way, you know, and you're helping do that with these uh, innovative products that we've developed for you. So go ahead. You can ask me some questions from there and, uh, you know, just kind of steer me on what I can do for you. Yeah. So you sent me a pretty nice pitch deck the other day with projects that I don't know if they're currently going on that you've accomplished to this point, at least. And like you've alluded to already multiple times is they either incorporate certain elements and or light. So I'd really like to touch on, especially the ones that incorporate the infrared light and or red light, like you're talking about. So you have one that deals with zinc called EcoZinc, and then you have one called HeatLock, which deals with low thermal conductivity, and another one called InfraCycle, which improves circulation, and along with some research that you've had done on InfraCycle, it helps plants grow quicker and healthier, so we can talk about that. And then another one called Myron Glass, which is what you suggested I encase the cream that you developed for me in, because it allows in only certain wavelengths of light, which helps keep whatever's in that jar healthier for longer. And then another one called Pulsar, which has to do with radiation. And especially now that we're getting inundated with 5G, EMF protection is more important than ever. And then the last one's called Biosun, which has to do with light manipulation. So if we could quickly run down um, the ones that deal with light specifically, uh, let's start with heat lock and just give us a brief synopsis of what it is, what it accomplishes, 
and you know what products it utilizes that people could incorporate if they wanted to. Sure, you got it. Okay, yeah, Heatlock was a uh, was another brainchild of mine when working with Hologenics. You know, we were asked to develop. They were trying to put Salient and make it as an insulation for some of the largest brands in the world. And they uh, they have a test called a Clo test where they detect how fast heat moves from one side of a fabric to the other. And uh, the slower that you can make that happen, the warmer a human will stay in cold conditions. All right. And basically it works the exact same way where if you want to keep something cool, uh, the, the cooler something will stay because it keeps heat from getting inside of it as quickly. So with that, I set out, and again, I use the periodic table as my friend. And uh, I, I basically went through the periodic table and found the lowest thermal conductive element on the periodic table that was not radioactive and uh, started testing this material inside of uh, polymers. And my skill set is that I'm able to get these particles down to a specific size that I can then put them inside of what's called a master batch where I take and I mix these elements with specific uh, polymers of my choice. And I develop these chips that we then melt and extrude kind of like spaghetti would be made in a pasta maker. Through that, I developed heat lock. And with heat lock, that is a patent pending product. On um, When you look at the low thermal conductivity of elements, nitrogen and oxygen are have even a lower thermal conductive signature than what I'm using. So I decided to utilize that as well. So I made a hollow fiber where I could have an airspace. And then around the hollow fiber, I added the lowest thermal conductive elements that I could find on the periodic table and developed heat lock. And with this, I was able to establish a clo value. For instance, we made our first kind of thin fleece that's you know literally an eighth of an inch thick and we had it tested and it tested as warm as a down jacket. So what you see is people in cold weather and I made some really fine material out of it that I'll wear if it's cold out and I'm playing golf and I can literally put that under any kind of garment and it gives me this kind of heat space that keeps my heat from getting out and um, and the cold from getting in. So through that, that's how heat lock works. It, it, it's basic physics, and there are some simple tests that prove it. And um, the, that's how heat lock works, by, by keeping heat in your body longer than conventional types of elements do. So just to reiterate it, you're essentially weaving elements into fiber or like cloth, if you will. Okay. For, in other words, think of making a cake. And I basically make a batter that has the elements in it. And then that is de developed into a chip. And the chips are small. You know, they're about to, you know, a little bit bigger than a grain of rice. And those chips contain the elements I need. Then they mix those into a hopper, melt them, and they extrude it like spaghetti. Gotcha. And, and that's how the fibers are made. Exactly. Gotcha. And then we take that fiber and it's spun on a spool. And then they put that on a knitting machine and they knit that into, depending on how much, how warm you want it, you know, two leads of that to lead of something normal or all of that at the same time and to develop uh, garments and socks and, you know, wall coverings, you know, basically anything you can think of that you want to keep at a more stable temperature when you're dealing with heat. That's it. And yeah, you gave me a long sleeve shirt when I was over at your house and uh, I don't know if it was heat lock specifically. What color, what color was it? Kind of goldish, brownish. Uh, okay, yeah, that, 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 that might have been a little bit of heat lock or that might have been uh, our salient product. I give out a lot of stuff and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
you can show me a picture of it at one point and I can, I can tell you exactly what that was. Yeah, but the salient is also good at thermal equilibrium. So the salient, you know, using infrared by assimilating oxygen more efficiently, the infrared technology helps the body stay more thermally balanced, especially when you sleep. If you can buy salient sleep products, uh, they're awesome because the body starts to move when a portion of your body gets cold. And that's what causes people to kind of move around in bed. You know, we, we uh, did one simple study, not on a lot of people, maybe on 10 to 15, where we put an actigraph on their wrist and it would show how often they would move around a lot. And we found that they would move around much less when they would sleep on the salient products. Because again, sleeping on infrared sheets or infrared beds, which I do, that keeps your body thermally regulated because it increases the uh, microcirculation of the body. And, you know, that's another red light therapy. But again, it's far red light therapy as opposed to visible red light therapy. You know, right. they, they both work similarly on specific mechanisms in the body, but they definitely have different benefits. Yeah. Yep. And I believe the shirt you gave me was almost for EMF protection because oh, I was going okay. through uh, airports yes. and stuff like that. So I wore it going through the airports on the airplane until I got home. You received a Shungite shirt. Oh, that's right. Shungite. Uh, Shungite shirt. Uh, Shungite shirt. You know, Shungite has been, if you want to get into that real quick right now, uh, Shungite has, uh, has a two billion year old rock that is said to have landed as a meteor in Russia. There's one area where almost 95% of all the Shungite is at. You know, it's uh, 200 kilometers wide. You know, there are areas there where whole lakes are made out of Shungite. The way Shungite works is that it has carbon-60 in it, and uh, carbon-60 is an element that is a galactic material made in space. Carbon-60 is a 60-sided nanoparticle of carbon that contains hydrogen bonds to it, and these hydrogen bonds in humans absorb oxidative stress, uh, anti-aging on the body. Very, very you know amazing product uh, that we'll get into. I use that in some other things that I that I make, but yeah, the Shungite shirt's amazing. That was my first one. Again, you had like V1. And, you know, I always start things with V1 and start testing them, and then they'll get into V2, V3. And, uh, yeah, the Shungite shirt's amazing. People do Shungite for years. They test it with specific EMF meters to show these things. But, again, I had to upgrade that to be able to pass certain mustard within uh, NASA and things like that because the EMFs still will get through things like that. And we'll talk more about Pulsar because it contains some Shungite product to it and carbon-60. Yeah. Totally. Very cool. Yeah. Um, before we get to Pulsar, let's move on to InfraCycle. And before you start talking, I, I kind of alluded to this, but some of the pictures that go along with the research, there's a plant, a control plant, and then uh, a plant that was utilizing InfraCycle just two weeks after planning. And the control plant looks like it's barely coming out of the dirt, whereas the InfraCycle looks, it's popping out, it's green, it's luscious. And then you go to four weeks. And the control actually looks like the InfraCycle kind of at two weeks, but the InfraCycle of four weeks is even more voluminous, more green, healthy looking. Um, then you look at the dry weight of whole plants that were same concept. You have the control plants and then you either have tomatoes, sweet peppers or cucumbers. And depending on the type of InfraCycle, because there's two variants, it looks like the 400 and 600, the tomato compared to the control tomato has much more dry weight, correct? Yes. And then same with the sweet pepper and cucumber. So tell us more about InfraCycle, again, how it's utilized, how you developed it, and how people can incorporate it if they want to. Sure. Well, again, and that patent is uh, has been licensed by Hologenics, uh, just to get that clear. And it's uh, amazing technology. And again, you know, my concept was 
if infrared helps humans, you know, respond more efficiently, that it's obviously going to help plant world. And so uh, Hologenics did a research study in the Netherlands at a uh, very reputable university. And we developed materials that we would use in case of dirt and to uh, show that, you know, space travel, things like this, cloning, you know, in the marijuana world, we have also data that shows that it helps a marijuana clone grow five times faster, which will help the marijuana cannabis world. And the way that, you know, our concept on the way that works is that uh, plants need to uptake water. And we know that one of the ways that infrared technology and the far red light therapy helps humans is that it breaks down the water molecule into smaller clusters. And the water molecule, as we age and are toxic, becomes clustered up into into like big pieces. And as the infrared technology hits it, it kind of breaks up into smaller clusters and the water is able to move throughout the body and the hydrogen bonds to pick up trash and things of that nature. And so what we discovered is that we think that it helps the uptake of water because we, in the study, we found that the plants could use 20% less water. And so we then surmise that the energy from the plants is increased by more water uptake. And in dirt, we found that the infrared technology had the effect on the microorganisms, that they would uh, be in larger quantities and they would provocate better through the infrared technology. So, you know, it's the bugs makes the plants work because the bugs are reconstituting the energy and giving, you know, uh, fertilizer to the, uh, the plant. And the infrared also helps the water uptake. So that's why we feel that the plants do better. You know, there's more studies that need to be done on that. And uh, Hologenics is currently, we, myself, and a, a, lot, a company that I started outside of Hologenics called Lightshift is kind of like the, I would say, the think tank IP developer for many different technologies that we do. And, and again, I'm not a marketer. I generally develop technologies and I look for marketing partners. And, uh, you know, now we're currently looking at NFT patents, you know, non-fungible tokens that we're looking at how that how that all works, where maybe I can let humanity join in on these specific patents and own a piece of all of them through smart contracts. You know, just as a little subside of what we're talking about here, you know, it's always good to uh, your people that are listening to your podcast and watching it to kind of get their mindset on where society is going with the outset of intellectual property and things of that nature. And we we coined the term solar mulch and infracycle. Solar mulch is made out of infracycle and salient materials at the same time. And we see a benefit in a lot of things with that. And we currently have some projects going in different areas of testing with large companies. Right now in the marijuana world, you know, people spend a lot of money on cloning and they use something called rock wool. Rock wool is made out of uh, specific, you know, kind of trashy elements that they melt together and it's rather expensive. And we're able to really cut the costs and be used more often. In other words, our stuff can be used more than one time because the energy stays inside of the polymer. You can actually melt it and the rocks are still there because we're using, you know, crystalline structures that don't go away with heat or anything like that. So yeah, uh, InfraCycle, you know, uh, uses the solar mulch in their product. And again, we're stimulating the plant growth through the uh, proliferation of the microorganisms and the breaking down the water molecule into smaller clusters for a better uptake to the plant. That's how it works. 
And that's how it works on the human body as well. I was just going to ask. So as far as water in the human body, does does it have anything to do with that fourth phase of water? As you know, Dr. Gerald Pollack has taught us or has um, brought to our attention, which seems to be the molecular water in our body seems to be not like water that we drink, not thick like a gel, but almost in between or a little more gelatinous, I guess. So does it have any effect specifically on that? Is it fourth phase? Does it make it hydrogen rich? Does that have anything to do with the exclusion zone? Can you speak to that? You know, I, I haven't seen the tests on that. There's probably some tests in Asia to prove something like that. You know, I've seen more of the clustering of the water, which I'm sure would take it into another phase that you're talking about, because definitely, you know, clogged blood and water, you know, you see these people that are unhealthy, their blood gets very thick. And, you know, that's probably due to, again, the water structure that you're talking about in the body and the infrared. They have proven that the infrared definitely helps break down those clusters into smaller clusters. And, you know, and, and again, you know, the term structured water, you know, just for people listening, you know, what does the term structured water actually mean? Well, when you look at a water molecule, you know, it's two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. And uh, if you think of it, you know, like a V, you got high, you know, hydrogen, hydrogen, oxygen. And why can a bug stand on top of water? That's called the interfacial and surface tension of water. And, you know, what we see in structured water, I have a device on my house that makes all the water where all the hydrogen bonds are lined up in the same area and all the oxygen bonds are on the same part. And this causes for better absorption into the human body and delivery, taking trash out. And uh, I set up a interesting technology for a company that was making down feathers. They had to wash the down literally 15 times to get it clean. And every time they did it, it was 500 gallons. And I said, oh, okay. I came into their place. I was going to make a new thermally responsive down, which I did. And uh, I said, well, what I want you to do is take and put this structured device right there where the water's coming into the washing machine. And literally went down to like nine washings. I saved them 2,500 gallons per batch. And over 20 million gallons a year, I calculated that, that I saved a company of water. And uh, that's all by structuring the water with a device that, again, lines the you know, if you can see that V there, I don't know if you can see. The for those v. listening, he was saying when when uh, bugs are essentially standing on the water, it's almost like a hashtag. He was showing me. Yes, with exactly. His structure, right. they're right. aligned, so it's like he's making a V with both of his, his fingers, uh, fingers and but the water molecule. But they're paralleled. Right, the hydrogen's on one side, oxygen on the other, and that makes the water. With the, if you've heard of, of wetter water, that's wetter water. Exactly. <laughs> so that's how the, the you know to get back to your point, the infracycle and the uh, solar mulch, you know, from Hologenics works. And again, we're always looking for partners for those technologies. Uh, we have you know partnerships going right now. You know, licensing deals are you know always uh, out there. Well, for a lot of these, but especially the infracycle, working on plants, working on human bodies. Since we're dealing with infrared light, it must be adding electrons to the plant. It must be adding electrons to the humans because that's just adding more energy, making the physiology of the body or, or the plant work more efficiently. Thus, like you're saying, it takes less water. It grows more, uh, more abundantly. So I have to think the electrons play a pretty big role um, as well. Yeah, you know, and, and then we get into resonation, human resonation. And Tesla had this down, just so you know. You know, the electricity coming into our houses are running at 60 cycles per second. 
okay? And the human body optimally runs at six cycles per second. And as we get sick and are getting bombarded by this outside radiation from 5G, our cells are confused. Our cells are vibrating at not the right speeds, if that makes sense. And infrared technology does help increase the human resonance. And, you know, there's uh, Dr. Krotkoff has developed a camera called the GDV camera that shows the human biofield, I would say, cohesion. You know, our bodies work best when we're cohesive and we're keeping our energy in a clean state. And using a GDV camera, he's now upgraded it into a biofield camera of some type, which is way more affordable. And the way that I would uh, quantify the energy that I would put inside of a textile, I literally would run these powders through a GDV and you would watch the coherence of the fields happen. And uh, you can do it with water, beautifully with water with the GDV camera. And you can see the difference in structured water from dead water. And, uh, you know, I'm always about people drinking, you know, hydrogen rich water and things of that nature. So, yeah, the when you talk about the cell moving and that all has to do with the electron flow, that definitely has a uh, the infrared and the red light therapies have a definitely a I would say a mechanism that is causing that to be more cohesive. Totally. And before we go down to the next project, I love learning about water and how people utilize, especially someone like you who's so well-versed in, in the chemistry and whatnot. So how do you optimize your water uh, on a daily basis? Again, I use a uh, something from Natural Action Water that uh, spins my water. And um, as it spins my water, my water becomes wetter. And that's what I run through my entire house. And uh, they now have small devices that do this. And there's more than one company that makes it. Clayton Nolte is a genius in the field. You know, he worked for the Air Force and um, Natural Action Water has been spun off. Uh, somebody, I think, uh, wasn't super clean to Clayton and went off and started his own company. There are many companies that are making these devices now that water is running through specific shapes at specific speeds that are making the water molecules line up like we were talking about with that V shape. So that's one of the ways I do it. There's now some really cool hydrogen generating devices that generate, you know, hydrogen rich water, really cool products, definitely beneficial. I worked with a few of them. I'm working with a guy out of TriVortex right now, a company called TriVortex that has a great system. You can look them up. I definitely had a TriVortex treatment a couple of weeks ago to uh, reestablish the electrical potential of my cells because, you know, um, rife, Years ago, proved that he could cure cancer with uh, currents and did it. And again, was torn apart after he did it and broken down like Tesla was whenever he proved that he could give free energy to the world. And uh, these things are now coming out, uh, you know, with social media and things like that. It's hard to stop them. And uh, so I basically had kind of a, a, a new type of rife treatment on my body because when the cell gets the electrical potential, of the cell gets wrong. From the negative to the positive is when disease starts and these new treatments out there that are done by guys that are spending woo-woo, but are really innovative, kind of interesting guys like myself. You know, we don't necessarily have all the degrees, but we we have in today's world of science, I think you can be overeducated, to be honest with you. I was undereducated. And in other words, I picked my fields that I wanted to learn about. And I was trained by a guy that basically educated himself. 
And but again, hired by the Air Force at age 17 because he was a genius in physics and electrical energy and helped me develop the beginnings of a lot of the things that we're going to talk about uh, today. And so, you know, it's important that people realize that because you don't have a PhD or something of that nature, you can still add value to the science world, which I've proven. In some respects, like you said, it almost behooves you to not have that scholastic or didactic education because then you're not put into that box and you're more able to think freely and outside the box and you're not, you know, constricted to the parameters of the traditional education. And, you know, clearly you're an example of that. Yes. And John Schnur taught me that. Uh, he, he really did. Actually, I think it's proven that Einstein did all of his best work before he got too educated. And as he got too educated, you know, he fell into a dogma of can't. And for me, there's really not a can't. So, you know, there's there's just a different mechanism to that. And, you know, I love a challenge. I, I'm being challenged today. You know, I've, I'm on a couple of interesting projects now. Uh, some camouflage materials and things like that. And I'm using nature to teach me. I always go to nature. Just like when I developed uh, heat lock, I, I went to the sun. The first ring around the sun is the element that I use. And uh, it's why one, our planet doesn't burn up. Hey there, guys. So I know you're excited to learn about red light therapy, but I'm betting that you're also interested in finding a high-quality red light therapy device. Well, look no further than my company, BioLite. But don't take my word for it. Listen to the thousands of customers that have come before you and have chosen BioLite because of its unprecedented combination of high light power, low EMF emission, and low light flicker. So you're not only getting the most effective treatment option, but the safest as well. And there's many sizes to choose from. There's handheld devices, tabletop models, and even full body panels. So there's definitely a size to match your lifestyle and health and wellness goals. As an added bonus, you can claim a $100 value gift at checkout when you use coupon code REDLIGHTPODCAST. Just go to www.biolight.shop, choose whichever device is going to match your health and wellness needs, and use coupon code REDLIGHTPODCAST to claim your $100 gift. Again, that's www.biolight.shop. Nature gets it right. They really do. And uh, nature has been my guide all the way through and everything I do. I love it. Speaking of which, let's move to Biosun before we move into the cream here. So Biosun, which deals with light manipulation. And so just give us a little breakdown of what that is. Biosun to me is, I think, going to be one of the most important finds in the textile world and for humanity. As our ozone layer gets beat up, as, uh, as people are staying out of the sun, People are all deficient in vitamin D. This all started with the biolumin that we're going to talk about. When I was able to, I was hired by a large company to develop a particle that would take normally degrading UV light and convert it into red light. Um, it kind of set me free to develop biosun. And when I realized that I could generate red light from negative UV light, and again, it's negative in a way that we can't live without it. It's just negative in the way that what it does to our cells if we get too much exposure of it because because we do need it. All right. You know, and, and these people that think that they can't get any sunlight in their body are gravely mistaken. OK, in such a huge way. What I did was as I was developing biolumin, then these particles that would generate light at a frequency in the 600 range, I actually did target 600, no, 660, and I did achieve it. And um, what I started doing was I went to the plant world and I started sucking these ingredients called polyphenols out of plants. 
And I, I probably did over a hundred of them. I have a lab in my garage that I work out of, and I have a kind of a, a little makeshift lab in, in a couple of our office spaces that we have. Not super sophisticated in any way, shape, or form, which John Schnur taught me you do not need. I toll out any kind of science stuff I do. I have a deal with the University of Texas. They'll do some testing for me when I send them materials. They'll emit specific wavelengths on it and tell me what's coming off of it. I can basically see it in a dark room with a, with a gem light that I bought for a considerable amount of money. I can emit specific wavelengths of UV on these polyphenols that I would extract out of specific plants. So when I knew I could create red light, I then said to myself, well, if I can make red light, I think I can make sunlight. Because what is sunlight? Sunlight is a rainbow of colors. And when you get all the rainbow of colors together, it creates white light. So as I was finding red light, I would just set these things aside when I found out that I could find uh, blue-green light, uh, which comes out of a specific plant that is proven to stop the degradation of your DNA. And what's interesting for me when I started finding this, I found out that the human body's DNA emits at 380 nanometers. In other words, our body's DNA gives off violet light and it gives it off at 380 nanometers. And the interesting thing for me was that I found out how connected humans were to plants was when I bought my gem light and the gem light gauges at 380, it emits at 380, and that would be considered more of the long UV. And then it goes shorter into the 200s, uh, which is the short UV, which is even more degradatory. You have to think of light in physics, there's something called a down conversion in light and an up conversion. A down conversion is when you take a wavelength of light that's moving really fast and you make it longer. And that's when we turn it into red light. Red light is a long wavelength that penetrates into the cell. The shorter wavelengths that cause degradation are the UV wavelengths that do that. So I was able to take these plant extracts I would extract it with specific alcohols. I would end up with a juice. I would take a, uh, a crystalline structure of my choice. They all react differently depending on the pH that I found out, I learned. And uh, John helped me with that. And uh, I would subject these particles to the juice. I'd let them sit in there for a couple of days. I would then dehydrate them out. I would take that and then I would expose that to the wavelength of UV light that I knew that the human body gave off. And that's when I started creating my rainbow. And I was able to target all the different specific wavelengths of light that are in the rainbow. And once I got that together, I said to myself, oh, I've just created sunlight in a bottle, you know? And then I started thinking to myself, oh, okay. People that have seasonal effect disorders, you know, people that are staying out of the sun, people that are in workplaces all day long, and then space travel, which I'm going to get into later. You know, I've developed a line of space fibers that I think are going to be uh, totally innovative. You know, I'm, I'll be reaching out to the uh, Elon Musks of the world, the Jeff Bezos of the world. They're a Virgin Galactic is already using salient as their spacesuit material for the microcirculation, because that's one of the issues when you go into space. So once I knew that I could create the rainbow, I created a biosun. And uh, again, Biosun is, is in works. You know, all the particles have been made. We've had a couple issues on master batching that because one of the particles I was using sucked up all the moisture out of the polymers and they were too brittle. So then I created some coatings, you know, which are easier to do, which we'll get into some coating things later that I'm doing as well. So yeah, Biosun, I think is going to be a super innovative product. There have been, you know, multiple patents filed for things like that. And I think it's it's a future product. But again, you know, that's a product that's going to need some 
big company to come in and license that and take it forward. Podcasts like this, you know, might find people like that. You never know. I mean, as our degradation of the ozone layer happens, people are staying on the sun and people are wearing these fabrics, their cells are going to be stimulated with specific wavelengths of light that can be done at night as well, because our DNA gives off this wavelength 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And by the way, that was proven by Fritz Albert Popp, P-O-P-P, who has the Biophoton Institute in Austria. And I've connected with him and, um, in the 70s, people didn't believe the human body gave off light. So Fritz Albert Popp had one of his, uh, he was a professor at a, at a university, and he had a student wanted to get his PhD or his doctorate. And he said, he says, the way you're going to do that, he goes, you're going to prove to me that the human body does not emit light. And so the guy set out and developed the first photomultiplier, which is still used today. And at the end, what did he prove? The human body does give off light. Because uh, he put a person in a completely black room and saw this totally mission. And now Fritz Albert Pop at his institutes have proven, you know, per square centimeter, photons are now emitted from specific cells and from specific organs. And which leads me to believe that why phototherapy works on humans. And that's why red light therapy works on humans, uh, you know, that we get to. So, yeah, bio, bio sun, I think, will be a product of the future. And it all has to do with uh, photostimulation of the human body, which plants live by it. Humans have to live by it. Yeah. I read the book light in shaping life. Have you read that one? Not Roland. I, I Roland probably Manuel. have. I, yes. I, I, I know it's kind of like a textbook, that, but, but like you were talking about with uh, pop in the research, doesn't it show that most of the light that is emitted from the body is like our fingertips. That would be Krillian photography. Uh, you know, the, you know, when you do the Krillian thing, he actually found it in cells and all of our cells. Yes. In other words, you know, you have to think of, you know, the respiration. What is the respiration of our cells? What is the exhaust? And the exhaust, you know, the, and what they found about the DNA, they found the sicker you are, the more light you give off. In other words, the less coherent that you are, the uh, and that's why you become weaker and you have less energy and things of that nature. So fingertips, definitely fingertips, hands, feet, our extremities are a good portal and our eyes. You have to realize our eyes are a great source in which stimulates our, you know, however you want to say it, your pineal gland, you know, the only food it eats is light. And that's why, you know, you always see the Egyptians and all their workings, you know, it's always, you know, the third eye, the, the light that's going into that, that stimulates our hormonal balance and things of that nature. And so if you're not getting the right kind of light, your hormones are going to be all messed up, you know, which, you know, dictates a lot of our bodies. Is light coming from the mitochondria? Because I do know the mitochondria through its anaerobic respiration, it gets ATP and develops water. And I know that it also produces its own heat, like you're talking about, it releases infrared. So does the mitochondrial density dictate where the light is coming from? Or is it also being emitted from other aspects of our physiology? Well, you know, I, I think that's a good case. Uh, you know, the mitochondria is the engine, uh, you know, for everything. And, you know, that could be the catalyst that makes it all happen. And uh, I, I would kind of go towards that that angle that you're talking about there. Yeah, definitely. The mitochondria, you know, the production of ATP, you know, is essential. And uh, adenosine triphosphate is made, you know, without adenosine ATP, you know, we do not move. And uh, the human body is useless. And, and these uh, cytochromes that are helping fuel that. And again, the cytochromes are all different colors. And so, you know, it could be the cytochromes in the cytoplasm that's doing it. You know what I mean? It's uh, many different things that are going on, but it's, it's interesting reading, you know, the, the pop, the pop research. Well, lack of energy would be death, right? 
You or got the it. absence of the absence of energy. Death. Yes, exactly. And that's why, you know, a lot of people have uh, a different view on death, you know, and that, you know, it's, we, of course, we mourn for ourselves, but you have to realize energy is never gained or, or lost. It's, you know, the human body, when it dies, they're just out of that body. The energy is still there. It's very, very interesting that way. So let's move on to the Longev Revive Cream that you developed. Um, again, this goes all the way back to when we first met in Las Vegas in 2019. And after hearing everything you're involved in, I mean, you briefly, uh, just in our, our first encounter, you're telling me everything you're doing. And it was so many things with light. I was like, David, can you develop a cream that would help enhance the absorption of red and near infrared light, you know, for red light therapy treatments? And without even thinking twice, you're like, yeah, absolutely. So we went down that path and we'll, we'll get to the individual ingredients that make the Longev Revive Cream so special. But what you also told me I should do to boost or enhance the, the longevity and quality of the cream is to put it in this violet glass called Myron glass. And so, again, this is another one of your projects, something you've been a part of. But let's quickly talk about what makes the Myron violet glass so special and um, why it's important that the cream that you developed for me is encapsulated in this glass. Sure. Myron, great technology. I, I know the Myron guys personally. They've uh, been to my house like yourself and uh, I you know, have kind of a, a verbal agreement with them. I am kind of like their textile maker. As I got into Myron and started researching it, the studies behind Myron are pretty good. You know, you know, there's study on plant matter and things of that nature. You know, they show where, you know, you can store plant matter for up to five times longer within the Myron technology. And what the Myron does, it's full of specific elements that absorb the wavelengths of UV. They're going to degrade the plant matter and break it down. They block that out. Instead of just blocking it out, they actually convert it into specific wavelengths of IR that actually raise the vibration of anything you put in it. And um, I think it's it's called Sun Remedies out of Europe did a study for 10 years on their homeopathic remedies. And they found that Myron Glass was the only product that they could store a homeopathic remedy in, and it would have a elevated energy field after 10 years as opposed to a degraded energy field, because most homeopathic remedies you can't store, they store them in plastics and it's really not effective. And uh, they were able to store these um, homeopathic remedies in the Myron glass for 10 years and still have a massive potential out of them. And so when I started seeing that, and I saw their data on chives and their cherry tomato tests and things of that nature, I said to myself, Okay, interesting. I said, so again, plants and humans. So I said to myself, if, uh, if the Myron will keep the plant matter at a more potent level and actually not just keep it good, makes it better. Okay. And you can prove this through the Krotkoff GDB camera and things like this, the fields behind these things. You know, we didn't used to be able to be able to detect the fields. Now we can detect the fields. And so I, I bought uh, all their broken glass that I could find. I, you know, I have over a thousand pounds of broken glass and I, I grind that into a, a nanoparticle. I take that nanoparticle and then introduce it into a, a textile. And um, from there, I developed a textile that we call now ViOWave, which uh, again, we haven't released that. We're kind of testing it. And I got some tests back from the University of Texas that showed that the ViOWave is giving off a wavelength of energy onto the human body 
that mimics the wavelength of energy that helps the liver produce vitamin D. All right. And so it's the first shirt I put on when I come home at night, you know, after a stressful day or whatever. And it vibrates at the same wavelength as the central nervous system, which is is said to be at around 770 hertz. And uh, that's the vibration that the myron is uh, vibrating at. And so with that said, I've developed a couple of products using the Myron technology uh, with that. But for your creams, as I started making these creams, because it has so much, you know, earth in it and so much, you know, live plant matter that we've added to it that we'll get into the ingredients later, that um, when you put this cream on, you're putting an elevated level of high tech nutrients on your body. No matter how long it's been in there, you can rest assured that if you grab that cream two years later, that, and again, inside of your cream, you know, we don't, we don't use artificial preservatives, which was a big deal for me. You know, the parabens and things like this are causing all sorts of uh, autoimmune diseases in humans these days. So rest assured when people are buying your cream, it has an organic preserve, natural preservative in it that really works well, really works well. It dissipates in, uh, after you put it on, the preservative dissipates into the air because of its base. So with that said, you know, the packaging things in Myron like you do just shows, you know, when you see a company packaging something in Myron, it shows that these guys care about what they're what they're selling you. It really does. And, you know, I always tell people, well, you know, don't throw it away. Find something else you can stick in the container when you're done, whether it be some water, because they've they've shown that, ele- that you can elevate the energy in water, like we were talking about, you know, how can you get that bubbly water, that, that water and uh, water that's been put inside a Myron test in the GDB camera at an elevated level of energy, uh, which again, your, your cells thrive on that and run on that energy. You become a, you know, a, a kind of a hydrogen burning car that way. So yeah, the, the Myron has, you know, tremendous benefits. Again, central nervous system. Again, if it's causing the plant matter to not age, it's going to cause your, your body not to age. And again, in the future, when we get these fabrics onto the open market, you know, I, I, I'm working with Myron. Myron is a European company that, you know, doesn't work extremely quick. You know, they're very, good guys, great individuals with a lot of integrity and they move forward that way. So, you know, and, and us, you know, we, we look forward to, you know, moving that technology forward because again, it's, it's for me and space travel will be, it's one of our products, you know, one of our particles that we put in inside of these things, but because of what's happening in, you know, Myron, I sent the Myron guys some shirts and they had some of their energy workers tested and they saw that when they wore the Myron shirt, it helped protect them from uh, cell phones and things like that because of it modulating that frequency that we'll get into Pulsar later and how we're working with that. Pretty interesting. You'll have to let me know when you um, have some of those products available. I'd love to sure. try some. Definitely. You got it, Mike. So let's finally, without further ado, jump into the special ingredients that you've incorporated into the Revive cream that you developed for us. So let's first talk about the photodynamic amino acid, which um, I believe you call or it's patented as biolumin. So let's talk about what that is and does. Well, that, that's a great product. And, and this is when we get into food and energy. You know, we did studies, um, third-party studies on skin, and we found that, uh, you know, the, the red light had certain benefits for increasing extracellular proteins. And um, the amino acids has specific benefits for increasing extracellular proteins. When I say extracellular proteins... We're talking about um, elastins, 
collagens. But what a lot of people don't talk about is something called fibronectin. Fibronectin is the holy grail of the anti-aging world. And when I first developed this product, I sent it off. First, I was I was supposed to just make red light particles. And my myself and John Schnur got together and we said, uh, you know, the, the, the red light particles, you know, will probably work, but let's give the food and energy at the same time. So I myself came up with a, a specific combination of amino acids that uh, were necessary uh, and were found in collagen. And when I combined the two uh, of the red light particles mixed with the amino acids, we found that we increased the production of fibronectin in, in a significant way. And again, fibronectin is the fence. So at after age 30, our bodies kind of stop making fibronectin. And again, think of a fence uh, that uh, all the proteins set on this fence. And at age 30, when we stop making it, when people get collagen shot into their face and things like that, it'll move around. There's no fences, right? And, and I'm a living example of it. I've been using it for years and I've never, I haven't worn a sunscreen on a golf course in the past 20 years. And when I go to the dermatologist, he just calls me lucky instead of, you know, I tell him about the science that I'm doing, but, you know, he doesn't want to hear anything about it because these guys make a lot of money doing Mohs treatments and things like that. So the photodynamic amino acids are an amino acid compound that generates red light from converting negative UV light. So it takes the light that's normally going to give you skin cancer and converts it into red light. That's it. So could you say in a way it's a sun, um, not a sunscreen, but a sun protector? Because again, it's taking those negative aspects of UV and converting them into a healthier light spectra. I'm asked that all the time. And, uh, you know, for liability reasons, you never want to say a sunscreen. I mean, sure. I would never want to say that because you don't want to screen the sun. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, so what, what I call it is a sun filter. Okay. So it, it takes, you know, the negative effects of uh, UV and converts into wavelength. That I know it's going to be beneficial. And one thing you find when you do the whole system, you know, I, I do suggest a system when you do that of taking a specific ingredient, which we'll talk about later uh, in that. It, you, you, you can still get a sunburn when you wear it is what I tell people, you know, it's going to be a lot less. So, you know, if you're going to wear a sunscreen over it, I would put this on first and then put a, a sunscreen over it if you're really fair complected. And then, you know, we're going to talk about what an L, what a, a nutrient that you want to give them as well, you know, with your process that you're, that you're going to be uh, marketing uh, that way. You know, the astaxanthin product, which we'll get into, you know, in, in one of the ingredients, which is highly important in that field. Uh, totally. And just before we move on to astaxanthin, actually. So could we say with the photodynamic amino acid that instead of getting that UV, the UV light that causes DNA degradation, that it's converting that light, like you said, it's filtering that light and in a way possibly doing some DNA augmentation or boosting? Is that a good way of phrasing uh, it or not well, quite? You know, again, the, you, know, you, you could probably say that. You could probably prove that with red light therapy, definitely. And, and I think with the amino acids. Uh, together, you know, and, and again, that's the, that's the key. You know, when you put that product on, you're not just putting on a product that's that's superficially, you know, giving you this beautiful natural kind of color. So you're not completely white anymore. Uh, you know, sunscreens will make you white. Our product that you're marketing actually gives you a glow, 
of warmth and uh, that glow of warmth acts as a filter. And, you know, you can watch a lot of guys in Hollywood wearing, you know, your, your, your product out there and um, it's important. So, yeah, you could say that. And, you know, we'll get into the humic acid portion of it, which is put in there to stop the degradation of the DNA and act as more of sun filters at the same time. So we have more than one sun filter in your product. Yeah. Gotcha. So let's, let's move on to astaxanthin. Give us a breakdown of what that is and does and why you put it in the cream. Astaxanthin is an amazing element. It's, you know, they say it's, you know, a thousand times stronger than vitamin E as an antioxidant. You know, how is astaxanthin made? Astaxanthin is made out of a specific type of microalgae. This microalgae is uh, grown in specific lab conditions and a specific growth cycle of of the microalgae. It is then put into pools of water in the sun and within minutes, the astaxanthin turns, uh, the microalgae turns bright red. So the microalgae actually makes astaxanthin and to protect itself from sunlight. That is then put into a centrifuge and centrifuge and astaxanthin is then pulled off of the product. And that astaxanthin is a very red kind of pasty material. And that's what we add into the cream. The benefits of astaxanthin are many. Uh, You know, we derive your astaxanthin from Fuji. They can go on the Fuji website and read about it. You know, they don't market to consumers. They market to people like yourselves and myself in large quantities. And um, one of the benefits of astaxanthin A is that it makes your body build something called an anti-inflammation marker. So that's one of the reasons when you wear astaxanthin and uh, it slows down the burning process of the skin because your 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 body is now making a uh, uh, a special type of protein that stops the uh, inflammation cycle of the body. And uh, it's also amazing for the eyes. They have so much data. I'm 60 years old. I've never worn glasses. I've been taking astaxanthin for years. And, you know, I'm a six to 12 milligram a day guy. Same here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it protects your eyes from sunlight. It protects you from cataracts. I mean, it protects you from many different things. The astaxanthin does. Amazing nutrient. It helps you recover from fatigue. Athletes take it. I mean, they have tons of research on athletes recovering so much faster with astaxanthin. And again, astaxanthin is another filter. Astaxanthin was amazing when I when I looked at it under my lights. It uh, it definitely takes uh, ultraviolet light and turns it into red light. And uh, again, so when you put your product on and you see that kind of red glow, that warm glow it gives you, don't think, oh, no. And if it gets on your clothes a little bit, it washes out. So, you know, don't don't worry about that. And it's not bad to put on at night as well. It'll work at nighttime as well. And again, you're absorbing the astaxanthin uh, with, uh, you know, the humic acid that we're putting in your product that gives it the brown color as well. And so astaxanthin, amazing nutrient. Well, so speaking of uh, the humic acid, let's just move right into that one. Yeah, humic acid. You know, it's uh, it comes from million-year-old plant matter being uh, digested and redigested. Um, and uh, we use a very specific humic acid from a very specific uh, company called BioAg. And I'm friends of the uh, owner of that by the name of uh, Robert Faust. He's like the leader in the amendment business for plants. And we process over 2,000 pounds of this special humic acid to get what we put into your product. We end up with about uh, one pound of it out of 2,000 pounds. It's the lightest, the most nutrient-dense humic acid in the world. And humic acid is basically a million-year-old plant matter that contains polyphenols from you know prehistoric plant matter. And as I did my research... 
It's also very photodynamic. And uh, there's lots of research from Germany where they're using humic acid as sunscreens. And so, you know, again, I developed this product because I'm a golfer. I wanted to find something. I, I was tired of wearing sunscreens uh, and I'm a golfer. So I, I, I one day I'm, I'm, I'm doing some work out in my uh, garden and I, I had humic on my arm. And I realized that arm was like warmer than the other arm. So I went and I got my thermal thermometer and I kind of took the temperature of both arms. I realized that the humic was sucking up the sun's energy for me. And so I started doing research on it and realized that the humic is a, is a great infrared uh, converter as well. It generates infrared energy because of its carbon content. And it added a beautiful color to your to the the astaxanthin, the mix. It kind of made it this beautiful skin color, and so it was you know one of the first additives as as our product grew, uh, as I started developing those products, and how your product ended up being what it ended up being was uh, the humic acid stops the degradation of your DNA. A lot of research in Germany on that you can pull up quickly. When you say DNA degradation, is that nuclear? and or mitochondrial DNA? I think it's mitochondrial, definitely. The yeah. DNA, provide, I mean, the, the humic provides energy. It provides the polyphenols. And what's interesting is that the humic converts UV into magenta light, which is this beautiful light, which is so amazing for your body, so amazing for your heart. It's a super elevated wavelength. They call it basically the master wavelength the magenta does. I was having heart palpitations at one point in my life, and um, I bought the book Color Me Healthy, and it came with some filters. I took the magenta filter. I went in a dark room. I exposed it to my chest for an hour straight. Never had another heart palpitation in my life. So a magenta light therapy for the heart is amazing. It really is. If people have heart conditions, yeah. So that was specifically humic acid you put over your heart? No, I put actually a filter, a magenta filter. Okay, gotcha. It's kind of like gotcha. a Roscoe gel filter that you would buy for if like you were in a studio wanting to generate red light. But it is a very specific wavelength. It's not just red. It is magenta. You know, magenta has a little bit of, you know, purple in it and you know, blue mixture into it. So it's a combo of things. Interesting. Yeah. So so your your product actually helps generate magenta light on the body as well as red light. So we're covering those those wavelengths. And like you said, magenta is a very elevated wavelength. Elevated wavelength of light. It really is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Love it. Let's move on to turmeric, which I think most people associate as an anti-inflammatory, they can consume it through food or supplement form. So what does it do when it's as part of a cream as you did for me? Awesome. Yeah. Well, turmeric has always been known to help with uh, skin cancer issues, things like that. You know, they have some studies where they're putting turmeric on specific skin cancers. And not that I'm saying your product has anything to do with skin cancer. We're not going to any mention to healing or any kind of cancer cure or anything like that. You know, liability reasons, we would never say that. But turmeric has, uh, has been shown, you know, through time to have benefits from that. And the interesting thing is turmeric, what color of light do you think turmeric generates? Orange? Yes, exactly. That's great. Turmeric generates orange light. Orange, yellow, depending on the pH, I can I can make turmeric generate the different wavelengths of light, but turmeric itself will generate this beautiful orange light. And, and what's interesting thing is orange light therapy is used for inflammation. Yep. So what what I've come to find out in when I eat plants, I eat plants for their color in them. In other words, I make sure I have color in my diet, and um, I feel that that our bodies might. In other words, the you know they're saying turmeric is great for inflammation. 
for me, it's the photonic energy from the plant that is making all this work inside of our bodies. And so it's important that humans increase their color in food and definitely do not eat processed food because you're going to ruin the, deg- the, the the emission of those foods. And that's one thing, you know, I think when you're at my house, you saw I have a little greenhouse out there. You know, I grow specific plants for myself. Um, you know, gynostem is one of my favorite you know, all-time plants for, you know, uh, aptogens, which, you know, st- fight, help your body fight things off. But turmeric does this amazing orange light emission and um, has benefit to it. And again, I use just the right amount in it because it can be caustic to some people. Too much turmeric can, can burn you. And so, you know, I, I put just the right amount that I found inside of this, uh, inside of our ingredients. But yeah, turmeric is one of the ingredients. We love it. What about, uh, is it pronounced kupuachu butter? Kupuachu butter. Yes, I researched the Amazon women, okay? And uh, the Amazon women all use kupuachu butter on their skin. And again, kupuachu butter, coconut oil, they all have an SPF of about 15, all right? So it is supplying some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of a screen there, okay? Not a blocker. We never want to block it. You know, if you're going to be in sun for 12 hours straight, you know, you, you probably want to put a little zinc on yourself or something like that. Or, you know, we could come up with a zinc formula, you know, at some point, which I never have, you know, because I've never needed it for myself. So I haven't, uh, you know, I, I again, I just slather before I go play golf, I slather myself with your product and um, I put it on there and, uh, and and it works. It works for me. You know, my skin looks awesome. Uh, just a little note to the people watching this. There's an amazing product out there called Curaderm, C-U-R-A-D-E-R-M. And this lets you be your own dermatologist in the beginning. Um, In other words, if you see spots on your skin, uh, Curaderm is a natural ingredient made out of a specific eggplant and uric acid that will eliminate basal cells and uh, little keratin protein skin buildups on your skin. Will not help a melanoma, so you need to get you know help immediately if that's the issue. But I've used it on my face many times because you know I had a lot of sun damage from early ages. You know when you're a kid, the sun damage is, you know, the, any skin cancer you get today is nothing from anything that happened last year. You know these are things that build up on the body over time. So you know we all have a little of that, and Cure Derm is an amazing cure for it. And don't let it freak you out when it turns purple, because when you put it on and it turns purple and gets bigger, it's literally and it comes with a book. It gets it gets bigger and it's gone. You know within a few weeks you pull these little these little paper scabs off your skin before you know it, it's gone, and it's gotten deep and it's, it's gone forever. And they have a great cure rate. So Cure Derm. Don't buy it from weird sources. It's $149. Keep it in your refrigerator and it lasts for a couple of years. Just, just a little FYI for your people out there. Love it. Anything else about kupuwachu butter? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. So kupuwachu butter makes your skin thicker. It, it yeah. builds uh, more more skin and uh, has a little bit of, uh, you know, that benefit greatly. So, and kupuwachu butter makes your skin feel like silk. And uh, it's just something I added once I started reading about kupuwacha butter. Uh, again, it's an organic kupuwacha butter used, and um, it'll make your skin thicker, which we all need thicker skin. When people have thin skin, uh, you know, they don't have as much protection on their bodies. So, yeah, great for skin thickening agent. And that's one of the first things I noticed when I tried, when I was in your uh, laboratory in the garage there, and you had me try some of um, that first cream you made for me. I mean, it's just silky smooth. And it's, when you put it on your, when you put it on your skin, you could have rough skin, you could have dry skin, but once you put that cream on, it is almost silky uh, immediately. So yeah, I love it. 
Awesome. And, and and I hear a lot of people talk about they'll have a little skin tag here and there and sometimes they just fall off. I don't know if you've heard of the famous guy by the name of George Hamilton, the tan man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. George is a friend of mine. And I made a special lights. blend uh, for him using your base stuff as well. I didn't use your key ingredient that we added that, you know, that you have the uh, ace in the hole in. But yeah, George went with these nutrients on his skin to his dermatologist. And the guy said, George, you got to start using astaxanthin. George's like, oh, my, my buddy Dave's been giving me an astaxanthin for years, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, George is a great guy. Great. Best storyteller you'll ever meet. <laughs> I heard him. He was actually a special guest at the RadFest this past year, which was virtual because of COVID. But uh, Dr. Sandra Kaufman interviewed George Hamilton because uh, she was helping him as well with skin stuff and just anti-aging. So it was really cool. Like you said, he's a fantastic storyteller. Yes. <laughs> cool guy. Yeah. Did he mention the cream at all or not? <laughs> no shout out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no shout out, okay. but maybe, maybe for his next interview. Sure. So let's move on to copper peptides. Go ahead and speak on what it does and why it's healthy uh, for the skin. Well, you know, when, when, you know, when you came to me and you said you wanted to add something special, I said, you know, you know, uh, let's develop something that's yours. So that was the, the key ingredient that we added for you. You know, it's, it helps uh, perpetuate the production of stem cells. And uh, there's a lot of research out on it. And so we made sure that we uh, took your formula and added a great, uh, nice uh, copper peptide uh, solution to yours. You know, I love your solution. I, that's what I use on my skin uh, is the upgraded version of yours. It's uh, super important, I think. And it gives that added benefit to help building stem cells, which again, will aid in, again, stopping the degradation of our cells. It uh, creates a youth effect to the body, another anti-aging quality to it. And, uh, you know, from the looks of you and me, I think it's working, right? You both look like we're in our mid-20s, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> looking good. So let's move on to geranium rose, which I'm sure is mostly for the aromatics or the smell of it. But are there other qualities as well uh, for this? Again, I, I, anything I put into it has to have a sore. It has to have a value. I, I wouldn't put in a, a scent just for a scent. So as I was looking for a scent, geranium rose helps to stabilize semen production. So I'm a very oily guy. I have very oily skin, which is beneficial to me for getting wrinkles. But if you're very oily, it kind of stops you from producing too much oil. But if you're not an oily person and need more oil, it actually helps step up the production of semen. So geranium rose was added as a semen. I would say it's a, a catalyst that helps either promote or slow down the production of semen in the skin. So modulate. it kind of modulates it. If you have too much, it kind of dials it back. If you don't dials have it enough, back. it dials it up. You got it. Exactly. And it smells great. And again, we it don't does. put too much in. So, it, you know, it's, it's kind of a scent that works for male and female. Uh, just a hint. Yeah. You, yeah. It's not overpowering yeah. at all. Not at all. Exactly. So you talked about this a little earlier. Um, if there's anything else to add, go ahead. But C60, which is known for its high antioxidant uh, power, even in the last year or two, especially in like the biohacking circles, it's become very popular. Um, is it the one that's called Buckminster Fuller or something like that? It's got a pretty cool name to it. Okay. Well, Buckminster Fuller was the guy that kind of, uh, he brought the carbon 60 shape into light. And, you know, I think it was in the 60s, you know, during the World's Fair, he created, he, he said people would live longer in this geodesic dome. Um, so the term uh, Buckminster Fuller or Fullerenes, as they're called, comes from, from him. Um, he didn't have a lot of luck with his, you know, with his house, that type of thing. And then in the 80s, 1984, a guy by the name of Harry Crota uh kind of isolated and developed the first, he was able to kind of help 
spearhead the Buckminster Fuller technology or the concept of the carbon 60 into the world today. And what it is, it's the carbon 60 is a nanoparticle of carbon that has 60 equilateral sides. And within each of those 60 equilateral sides is a hydrogen bond. And these hydrogen bonds are able to suck up oxidative stress. And oxidative stress is what causes a lot of our disease today. And they're finding now that um, in 1984, Harry Crota figured out a, a way to manufacture this. And he used specific solvents, which are toxic, by the way. There's benzenes and things of that nature that are, are toxic in making this. Uh, then just so happens a woman I know, Martha Jura, uh, her husband, an astrophysicist, uh, Jura, developed a technology to mass produce it in a large quantity way. It's, it's pretty expensive stuff. And every product on the market today, you will see has a carbon 60 that they say is uh, the best carbon 60 on the planet, blah, blah, blah. There's only three or four companies that are actually making it. So everybody's buying it from one place. I happened to run into Carbon Bob. You probably met him. Uh, Bob Greska. He was, you know, made famous for the uh, tiles on the space shuttle, the, the right ones, not the wrong ones. He figured out what was going wrong with the tiles and why they were breaking down. And Carbon Bob decided to take it on himself to develop a solvent-free carbon 60, which he did. And I'm going to give Bob a shout out here. A great guy. Again, came to my house. I, you know, I, I try to get connected with people that have these technologies because I see who they are and, well, you know, using my empathetic, empathetic point of view, I kind of feel where they're coming from. And Carbon Bob, you know, he's, he makes the real deal for the right stuff. And I would give him a shout out all day long. He always has like a five for four buy. And um, that's what I use. And that's uh, what I put in your product. You have Bob Greska's Carbon 60 in there. And uh, again, you don't need a lot of it. In every bottle, there's quadrillions of particles in it. In every bottle, there's enough particle if you laid it side by side to cover all of LA in one bottle, okay? I mean, the there's so many of those carbon particles and they're so small, they get across the blood-brain barrier. Uh, they're great for inflammation in the body, they get into your eyes. It'll get into everything. I put it in my ears. Um, and again, it's another DNA that uh, helps stop the degradation of your DNA. Again, it, it helps the spin of your cell go correctly. The research done in 012 in France, all people have probably heard about it. It's called the rat study. You know, there's some negative connotations that it wasn't <laughs> carried out long enough. Three sets of rats. One set had water, one set had olive oil, the other had olive oil with a carbon 60 loaded at 0.8%. So not a lot, not even 1%. Uh, the rats with the water die first, the rats with the olive oil live longer, they die second. The rats with the olive oil and the carbon 60 live for four years, they don't die. Hence, everybody starts marketing it now as an anti-aging product, which you can kind of get behind. Uh, for me, I take it on a daily basis. I, I rub it on injuries, you know, it's in the creams. The benefit from it, I think, is, is not even well known yet in everything. Again, I think it's going to protect humans from cell phone degradation, from 5G exposure. When you can take it, people say, why don't I worry about it as much? I take a lot of carbon 60. I use it in my Pulsar product. And uh, yeah, it's an amazing product. I mean, you know, people talk about, oh, we have a, a product with carbon 60 in it. You know, I'm sure they're not using Bob's. You know, Carbon Bob's, Greska's Carbon 60. I'm giving him a shout out again. 
good guy makes a great product. And it's so we got Carbon product. Bob C60 in the cream. You got it. Yep. It Love is. it. And again, you talked about this earlier and kind of uh, piggybacking on 5G and EMF protection. Let's finish with Shungite. If you have anything else to add to your previous explanations about it. Sure. Okay. Well, it, it's, it's really wild. Uh, they're using Shungite now. They've proven, and there's research out of Japan. They're using it to suck the cesium and the, and the uh, and I think the strontium out of the water in at the Fukushima plant. And it's taking like 70, 80% of it out as they run it through as a filtration material. I'm a very lucky guy. I have a Shungite pool at my house now because the way a, a filter system works is that they use diatomaceous earth in a filter to suck up the the, the bad uh, toxins that are in your water. And when I saw the guy doing that, I'm like, uh, hey, I go, can I throw an extra powder in that thing? He's all, yeah, what do you got? I, you know, because I have kilos of this stuff, which is expensive, I took and I stuck it in that filter system. And I got to tell you, man, a Shungite pool is amazing. Uh, my pool feels just unmatched. My jacuzzi is off the charts. And so I started making products out of Shungite. You have one, you have actually the first probably garment ever made out of Shungite. It's a really, and, and you probably notice it helps with odor. I don't know if you, my, my buddy says that he loves it for the odor content. And uh, I've sent it out to, you know, different people to talk about it. And uh, they all have something interesting to say about it. So what I did was I've taken it to a new level in Pulsar where I'm creating fabrics now that generate perturbation fields, which I, is one of my space products. You know, the BioLumen or the BioSun, which generates sunlight when you go into space, you're going to need. I have the Pulsar, which I'm able to take. I dope the carbon 60 with a specific element. Uh, a noble metal. I dope it with a nanoparticle of that. You got to think of carbon 60 as a cage. Okay. So you got a cage and inside the cage, I've implanted a noble metal, a nano nanoparticle of noble metal. And then around that noble metal, I've generated a magnetic field with uh, neodymium nanoparticles inside of a fiber. And so what happens is the carbon 60 itself stays put in the the noble metal inside spins for eternity. And that spin creates a field around it. That field generates a field that reacts to other fields. And that will be your prime protection from 5G, from uh, you know high energy radiation. So in space, astronauts will wanna wear these technologies Today, pilots would want to wear underwear. Pilots, you know, because pilots get a large uh, prostate cancer in pilots and things like that. So Pulsar uh, has been small, small amounts have been made. We're now starting to test more of it. Thanks to Carbon Bob. Carbon Bob loaded me up with a perfect carbon 60. And I was able to, Shungite contains 0.004% of carbon 60. So not a lot. So what I did was I took noble Shungite which I had tested at a lab. Noble, you know, a lot of sh- lot of fake Shungite products on the market. So beware, buyer beware. If you're buying Shungite pendants and things like that, best way to test test a piece of Shungite if you get it is to put a nine volt battery up to it and on it with both both the feeds. And if it heats up, you got Shungite. That means it's conducting energy. Okay, you can actually take a bulb and put it on the other side, and it'll 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 run through the Shungite. And if it doesn't do that, you don't have real Shungite. You might have real Shungite, but real High-level Shungite contains 98% carbon. Uh, the lower levels contain 70% carbon. The lower level that is about 40% carbon. And so you, for me, I'm using the Noble 
elevated levels of uh, noble shungite. I buy it in specific nano size. I don't get nano, excuse me, I get about uh, 300 mesh. I take that and I dope it with carbon bobs, carbon 60. So now I have a, a carbon, a, a, a shungite that's been doped heavily with carbon 60 that has been doped with a specific noble metal. And that is the powder that I put in the center of a fiber so I do something called a bicomponent. I put the center of that in a fiber, and then I attach to the outside of the fibers are these nanoparticles and magnetic particles, and I create these fibers that generate fields. And these fields, I think, are going to be mind-blowing for people, and I'll make paints for homes and things like that. But the key is that you want to create safe spaces. We're never going to get rid of 5G. It's here to stay. There's too much money to be made from behind it. But 5G is known. that They've used the 5G signal as crowd control. I mean, when they elevate that 5G signal and they point it at a human, it burns, okay? So you have to realize that there's a lot of research in the European Union that's coming out that are showing it's causing nosebleeds in kids, it's causing brain bleeds, it's causing hypertension. Again, that's why my Myron fabrics are positive. Myron will be mixed with the Pulsar product as well to elevate my field that way. So that's kind of what I'm using in the carbon 60 area. And again, it's in your creams and uh, super cool product. So a lot of what you do is not only light, but magnetism, it sounds like, because you're creating fields. Like yes, you said, that the fields are, are coherent. Important. You're building up your resonance. So you're countering any negative energies or photons or resonances, if you will. You're, you're combating that and you're normalizing it or using it to enhance your own frequency. Yeah. Okay. If you think about, okay, just think of if you have a, a red gel filter, okay, you take a white light, you shine it through that gel filter, it takes in, harnesses all those other wavelengths and only lets the red through. Think of that as a, a magnetic field now, as now a high energy field coming through with radiation, high energy radiation is coming through. I'm going to take that field and it's going to, it's going to hit this field and it's going to be augmented before it comes through to put into a field that the body can now handle. Okay. Besides even handle, maybe even elevate the body at the same time. And that's the goal. Uh, you know, you know, they make hats. I've made hats. I've made beanies, you know, things like that. I mean, to really do it, you need like full body suits if you think about it. But again, creating safe spaces. I'm working with a builder, you know, builder to the billionaires in Malibu right now where, you know, he's now marketing safe rooms you know, where the guy can come in. There's no way a cell phone works. You won't get any 5G. This might be where you want to sleep. You might want to take and have like a Bedouin tent over your bed that wraps around the underneath of it, things like that to give yourself safe spaces. I think that's the future of where we're at right now. And that's what we need. You know, they make devices and you can buy them on the open market right now. It contains silver that you put over your Wi-Fi, your routers and things like that when you sleep so they don't get as bad. You put it over your smart meters at your house. Because, you know, the smart meters are, are set to, to send the signal out at a specific time every night, like 4 a.m. And you always hear people say, oh, I woke up at like 4 a.m. You know, I always wake up at 4 a.m. It's sometimes due to these fields that are being generated in your home. And now they're finding out people with smart homes, they're all getting sick. And it's not a good thing. You know, they're thinking, oh, I have all this, everything's at my touch. But you got to go back to a little analog here and there. You know what I mean? And um you know, that's key for me is kind of helping people find those safe spaces. Well, like you said, going back to nature and nature, even a hundred years ago, didn't have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth oh, and 5G. No. So, that's right. so it's no surprise that there's this exponential rise in cancers and diseases and mental health issues and obesity and metabolic syndromes. And it goes on and on and on. And a lot of it, we can just directly tie back to technology or, you know, what nature is not intended for us to have necessarily. 
and it's great. I mean, you and I are, are, are conversing a thousand miles away or so, but uh, what, what are the drawbacks to our physiology? Exactly. So, so that's it though. So, you know, we've, we've covered a lot of interesting things here. Uh, you know, hopefully it educates people on, uh, on what's happening, but the goal is, and again, you know, putting your cream on can help raise human resonance. That's actually a test that I think would be great to do is to test a human that's never had your cream on before and then run them through Krotkoff's device after the cream's on. And I think you'd be able to see a more coherent field after uh, using, you know, creams like you're marketing today. That'd be pretty cool. And that was kind of one of my last questions here is what is the best? I mean, it's clearly full of a lot of amazing ingredients. Even if you had one or two of these in a cream, it'd be fantastic. But we have, what do we talk about? Eight, nine or 10 or so all in one cream. So it's a standalone longevity anti-aging cream. You can use it to augment your light, your frequency, perhaps use it to boost your red light therapy treatments. So how would you say that a person who has a cream, what's the best way to use it? Do you put it on in the morning, in the evening, before you go outside in the sun, before a red light therapy treatment? How, how would you want people to best utilize this cream? Just like I do. You know, I wake up in the morning, I wash my face. Uh, it's great for people, for guys that shave as well. After you shave, it's great to put on to stop the inflammation. For women, you know, it's you know, if they shave their legs, get out, you know, put this all over your body. Don't be afraid of it. It is going to establish a glow. Maybe let it dry for a minute or so before you put your clothes on. And then it, it generally doesn't rub off much at all. If it does, it will wash right out of your clothing. I always suggest before, during, and after sun. but And before, during, and after work. You know, before, during, and after, you know, exercise, you know, all of those things, because again, the nutrients inside of it are, are unmatched. That has so many different benefits to it. And again, if you're a golfer, if you're working outside, just exercising, I would use it before, during, and after. I wouldn't be afraid to put it under your eyes, you know, rub it into your hairline, you know, not a bad thing at all. The carbon 60 is going to be beneficial in so many different ways. Uh, neck, ears, uh, don't be afraid of it. Nothing toxic in any way, shape, or form in it legs, whole body. Definitely. Well, maybe this is a better question then. <laughs> when would you suggest not using it, if at all? Is there a time that you would not want to use it? Maybe if you're going swimming or in the ocean or something, would you not want to? Is it going to wash not necessarily, off? Or? No, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, we don't have a lot of uh, like stabilizers in it for like water. We could add some beeswax to it. And the beeswax would uh, make it stay for if you want a water resistant product. I mean, I, I have that on my chart. But uh, no, I would use it all the time. And I, and I have people that use it all the time. I have, you know, we have people that swear by the products, you know, they, they love it. You'll be getting orders from all over the world once, once people realize what they're, what they're using there. Yeah, 100%. And orders have been picking up. People are starting to realize the benefits of all the ingredients. But I think especially having you on this podcast and speaking to them directly and expounding on uh, the knowledge that you have, I think it's going to even open the floodgates further for people to understand the power of this cream that you've created. So I greatly appreciate you doing that for me when we met a year and a half ago to where we are today. And I appreciate you coming on this podcast, David. It's been a pleasure. We've touched on a lot. Like you said, is there anything you'd want to leave people with in general, as far as things they can do today to optimize their health and wellness? You know, the key thing that I stay focused on in my own life, and again, I haven't been to a doctor for 30 years. Uh, uh, I think people need to start doing more of their own diagnosis on themselves. Uh, I think you need to keep processed foods out of your life. I think uh, it's important to uh, hydrate your body. Very important to do that. I think, you know, food combining is important. You know, get with what works for you. Cut out, you know, too many breads, things of that nature. 
If you're going to drink any alcohol, make sure you got some kind of organic wines that uh, don't have glyphosates in them. In California, they tested 100 California wines, 50 organic, 50 not. They all had glyphosates in them. You got to stay away from uh, the synthetic roundups. Uh, live a clean life and try to do a little meditation. Clear out your mind. You know, a lot of stuff going on on the planet today. You know, I think everybody needs to create a safe space for themselves. When you get your safe space, you know, if you can utilize that at specific times, you know, and get some time alone, it's very important, which a lot of people had a lot of time alone lately, I think, you know, during the pandemic and things like that. But uh, I would say don't let the pandemic be who you are. Create your own destiny, which I do in my life and you, you do in your life. And uh, that's that's the direction I would go, you know, and uh, longevity is within all of us. It really is. And we have control over it. You know, don't think you're going to be able to deteriorate your body for 15 or 20 years and take some kind of drug and all of a sudden you're fixed. It doesn't work that way. I've on zero medication in my life. Same with my wife. Been married for 32 years and uh, stay clean. I love those sentiments. And like you said, it's all within our power and our capabilities and our physiology to live not only longer lives, but higher quality for longer as well. Just daily habits, put yourself in the right environment. Like you said, not only optimizing our external light, but internal with, like you said, quiet mind meditation. So yeah, I love all those suggestions. And one other thing, just just listen, listen to your intuition, really. It, it's so, so important. I find that. Just don't go against your intuition because we as humans have way more power than, than we give ourselves credit for. And realize there's there's an empath in all of us and uh, to, to utilize that. You know, if you feel like, you know, you're in a position where something doesn't feel quite right, it generally isn't. And don't let greed get to you, things like that. You know, let things come to you. As investors say, you know, let the game come to you and, you know, make things happen within your life that are clean. And if you're doing things that are good for people and good for the planet, things are generally going to happen okay for you. And, and again, use these meetings like you and I have. And when you meet with the people in the world, your group that you step out from your group a little bit from side to side, make yourself a little uncomfortable from time to time and realize there's an inventor and creator in all of us and just do it and go for it. And then one other thing I'm just going to say, and then I'll shut up, is that uh, I think parents today, you know, I did, I did a whole uh, dissertation for a school district on how to raise entrepreneurs. And I have two children and they're both entrepreneurs. And they both, you know, generate their own income through their own concepts and their own ideas. Parents today have to learn how to teach their kids to be their own person and not rely on a corporation. Don't tell your kid they have to go get a job with somebody else. Let your kid create their jobs. And I did that at young ages. And I think it's important that we try to teach parents today to motivate their kids to generate their lives and to look and always ask questions. And how can I make that better? What is this? How can I do it? And what's next? What's next in the world? And I'll leave it at that. Ask questions and, and think outside the box, more or less. Outside the box. There is no box. You know, just life is a big box. Okay. Just go everywhere and find things that are really you're passionate about. And then you don't work a day. Like I, there are things that, you know, I'm not working. I'm creating. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And and learn about cryptocurrencies is all I can tell you. Cryptocurrencies are the future. All right. That's it's not that. too late. It's, oh, no, not at all. It's only just begun. Trust me. David, appreciate you, man. Thanks, we could Mike. talk for hours. Maybe we'll have you on again. But again, Anytime. you're you a wealth it, of knowledge. Appreciate your time. And we'll be in touch. So and people, people can go to low impact technologies and leave questions if they have any questions. Low impact dot technology. Anywhere else people could reach out to you or is that, is that the place? Uh, that, that's probably best. Low impact dot technology. All okay, right. Perfect. Leave a message. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate Sounds it. Sounds great. Have a great week, guys. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Red Light Report. If you like what you heard today, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and other podcast platforms to help spread the word so other people can learn about the many health, wellness, and longevity benefits of red light therapy. If you're looking for more educational content, check out our Instagram page at biolight.shop and our YouTube channel, Biolight. I'm Dr. Mike Belkowski, and I'll see you on the next episode.